0: Okay, everyone. Shy? Who else do we have on the line so far? Who's from nine one nine? Hey, Chester. Hey, Chester, fantastic. And three
1: one zero. Yes, Ty. Yes, oh, hey, good, very oh, great, great. Good, good. good. I'm right, you made it, Chester. Hi, right, fantastic. Who's at Six five one. Couple
2: Ron single.
1: Hey, Ron, fantastic. Great to hear from you. Uh, How about 757?
0: Jeremy, Armstead. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Jeremy. Great to hear from you.
1: 610?
0: Lauren Minnick.
1: Hey, Lauren. Great. Uh, Some of our ATA contingent. Fantastic. Uh, 717, Marty muted himself. 281? I'm starting to pick up a bit of a flutter there we 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 may have gotten past our uh, ability to do uh, open conferencing here so let me go ahead and uh, uh mute everybody here for just a moment yeah. And yeah, it seems to be about a threshold of about 20. So when we when we, when we get to that level, it seems to be that uh, there's enough enough background interference. Uh, so everyone's now muted. Uh, we did get through a few folks, Scepter, Ty, Ron, Jeremy, Lauren, uh, Marty, uh, maybe one or two others, but uh, uh, before we ended up with too much background interference. So, uh, again, everyone's muted. You can hit star six on your phone to unmute yourself at any time during today's call. If you have questions or anything to contribute, uh, we have a lot to accomplish today. Uh, before um, we kind of... Master
2: memory. Master, master memory. I, 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 I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to interrupt your quote, but um, um, do me a favor, re- recap who we know is on the call so far, and then let's, let's have her, everybody else who's on with us so far, you know, hit star six and identify themselves. So we have uh, Eric Williams, Hayden uh, Wynn. I, um, I heard from
1: either
2: of the yeah. Oh, yeah, but well, I, I, I
1: thought... Roger,
0: Kevin. Okay, we got Roger. Yeah. Good. Good.
2: Uh, who else?
1: Chester. Chester was here. Ty was here. Ron, Stingwald, Jeremy, Lauren. Hey, okay. Okay.
2: Okay. Hang on. Roger. Chester. Uh,
1: who else?
0: Ty. Ty. Okay. Good. Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay.
1: Lauren. Ron. Roger, Kevin, obviously, and Marty. Marty, Kevin,
2: huh? and that's wrong in Singwall, right? That's right. Okay, good. And uh, uh, so um, um, anybody who hasn't identified themselves yet, who's on the call, if you would, real quickly, just uh, hit uh, star six and uh, clearly enunciating identify yourself. And we have Master um, um, Moody is is uh, is on the call as well. So we've got Greg Moody uh, here.
1: Anna. Who is that? Anna with
2: the lead. Toby, I couldn't understand that. Did you understand
1: that? Anna with the lead MMA.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, good. Good, good. There you go. Travis. Up.
0: Travis. Welcome, Travis. Greg Macy. Greg Macy. Welcome, Greg. Who else do we have?
2: Uh, And then we always always have four or five lurking in the background or uh, who have dialed in and then left the phone uh, unattended on their desk, right? so okay, so um, uh, uh, Matt Miller, I I interrupted you um, in the middle of the pause. So um, uh, so go right ahead. We'll go back.
1: Well, I, I just had a couple of logistical really items real quick for everyone. Um, um, uh, again, we're we're all kind of getting geared up for the Houston Mastermind event, and that's coming up uh, in I don't know three weeks, I guess maybe maybe four weeks, sixteenth uh, and seventeenth uh, of May for inner circle members, and seventeenth and eighteenth for people, former members, and we've got the hotel all but uh, contracted, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident to tell everybody about it. We're going to be at the uh, Weston in Houston at the Galleria, so it's the Weston Galleria Houston, and I'll send everybody around all the details here uh, a little later on today, but basically, you know, Houston's a pretty big area, there's kind of a beltway that goes around Houston, and this hotel is, is basically attached to the Galleria Mall, we're going to do a little bit of a... Of a on-site uh, tour down there at a couple of a couple of interesting locations uh, in that area. So if if the Beltway around Houston is a clock, we'll be at about 9 p.m. Uh, the airport is about 12 o'clock. We'll be at about 9 o'clock. So uh, it, it's 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 very close to High and Eric's uh, School Elite MMA out in Houston as well. So we'll we we'll, we're going to block out a little bit of time to go visit those guys over there and take a look at their operation as well. So uh, if you're flying into George Bush. Intercontinental. You'll you'll want a car, you know, and just kind of go uh, follow the Beltway around, and it's it's pretty. It's a really kind of a cool area. So uh, uh, there's a lot of interesting things to see. We'll have a, we'll have a little bit of an outline for you. Uh, uh, kind of a some homework assignment as you drive to the hotel from the airport. There's a couple of stops that we want you to make um, to do a little bit of an ex- experiential uh, discovery on a couple of businesses that are that are in the exceptional category. I think everybody. Uh, who's been a member for any period of time knows that what we're doing with martial arts schools isn't you know, isn't just about being just another option. It's about being the best option. It's about being an exceptional option. And there's a a, a company called Gallery Furniture. And it's one of the highest in fact I think it was the highest grossing per square foot furniture store uh in the US, um, which is right in Houston. It's right on the north side of Houston. So, uh we'll we'll give everybody well, in, in, in that
2: in, in, in that case they have two locations, and they have their original location which is near the airport they have a a location they expanded to, which has a little different flavor that's near the galleria and so we'll 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 give everybody uh, uh that information, but if if um uh, when you're talking about the, the drive from the airport if they can if they can uh uh when they fly in if they if they can it'd be interesting. To, um, um, to see the original location as well as the one that's near the Galleria.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, so again, again, just kind of pay attention to your inbox. you will have all those details over the next couple of days. Uh, the hard details on hotel location and stuff like that, I'll have everybody out. I'll uh, have, have out to everybody today, uh, and, and the kind of ancillary, um, more expanded details over the next couple of days. Um, so again, well, 16th and 17th, please. Well, 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 well while we're at it, why don't we why don't we why don't we expand on the schedule just a
2: little bit here? Is um, we have, uh, and again, the the hotel that we're ninety nine point nine nine percent going to be uh, um, at for most of the meetings is, is which one now? The Weston. Okay, the Galleria. Weston Galleria. Okay, um, and 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 the Galleria is a mall. It's in the it's in the same vicinity of uh, the Houstonian, which is a famous. Uh, facility there that uh, uh, George H.W. Bush has been a member of for many, many, many years. We uh, did a meeting there one time. Uh, but the the, the schedule uh, in, in, in outline form here is that we have the inner circle meeting on the 16th, that's Friday. And so inner circle members, you certainly wouldn't want to fly in Friday. You want to be there Thursday uh, afternoon or evening. And... What we want to do, and we still have a couple of moving pieces that we may we may add to this, but at the very least we're going to be inner circle meetings all day on Friday at the hotel. And then we are going to have time in the evening to do a couple of behind-the-scenes um, um, activities on uh, on Friday night. And again, the two companies we've mentioned are Gallery Furniture and um, uh, Visible Changes Hair Song. We'll talk about more about that in a minute. On Saturday, which is on the 17th, that's our overlap day, when we have inner circle uh, members as well as seat performers. And on that day in the morning, we're going to go to Elite MMA, um, and then we're going to do a little lunch break and then go back to the uh, the hotel. And we'll probably run fairly late into that evening. And uh, Master Moody on uh, on that evening as well. We'll probably plan on uh, some breakout time for the uh, the ATA school specifically uh, with you from, uh, you know, from everybody else. Then our peak performers meetings are on Sunday, the 18th. And certainly, especially new inner circle members, what we, we always suggest is that you think in terms of one or two tax, either be there for all three days. So be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or certainly if you're bringing staff, and for everybody we recommend, you know, as much staff as you, as you can, especially in an event like this one. Um, but um, if you're bringing staff, uh, we've had inner circle members who they themselves attend Friday, Saturday, they have their staff there on, uh, Saturday, Sunday, or they, uh, they all of them do the three days. So, again, um, the day where we overlap on Saturday we're going to do a lead MMA in the morning and there's uh, quite a few things going on there, uh, take a quick lunch break and then be back at the hotel through the evening and again we certainly wouldn't want anybody to be trying to fly out say Saturday afternoon so if you're an Inner Circle member and you're not going to stay for Sunday, try to book your flights for um, uh, for Sunday morning and again um um I know we have Ann. I don't. Know, I didn't hear Eric and Hyde. But um, uh, if anyone anyway, of you guys, give us a sense of, of how far it is from from the two airports to the uh, the Galleria area.
1: It can, it can be either. It can be forty five minutes. You know, thirty forty five minutes without traffic, or it can be two hours with traffic.
2: <laughs> right, right. Well, so if you're flying out on Sunday. Um, um, you probably don't have to contend with too much with traffic, and you would want to be cautious about Monday morning rush hour. No, I'm online now, Mr. Holmes. Okay, okay. So, so, um, uh, give us a little rundown. Is, is that about right as far as uh, distance? Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, I'd, I'd give uh, 45 minutes to the airport just speak on the roads and stuff. So. Uh, And then you know no traffic on Saturdays and Mondays the and on Sunday either Monday you could get heavy uh, Friday night coming off of the airport uh, will probably about an hour and fifteen minutes uh, in traffic hour and fifteen hour and twenty to the Galleria from the airport okay yeah so th- this is definitely one of those trips that uh, you, you know you would be best suited to have a rental car um. I'm sure there are shuttles from the airport over to the Galleria and/or taxis, but uh, uh, you know, unless you have an aversion to it, otherwise, I, I would certainly recommend a, a, a rental car. And um, uh, uh, and, and we're going to be bouncing back and forth. The uh, the other two businesses that we're going to look at as a as a team are, are right there. They're one of the locations is, is right there in the Galleria Mall. Another one is, is uh, right down the street or across the street. Is, is that right, Eric? Yes, the uh, yeah, the, the both businesses are right there by the Galleria, which makes it easily convenient. And then the uh, and then the main headquarters is on I forty five between Intercontinental Airport and the Galleria, which is the, uh, uh, the Gallery Furniture's original headquarters. Which is probably a more a little heavier. I haven't been to the new one, but the, it's probably more traditional uh, textbook uh, marketing. The Galleria one's probably more upscale, a little bit more refined, uh, a little less aggressive. Right, right, and uh, uh, and, and that's Jim Mackendale, and Jim Mackendale, aka Mattress Mac. Um, if you uh, if you saw the movie Sidekicks or did anything with it when it came out, uh, Jim Mackendale was a financier of of that. If you look at the uh, uh, the credits on that movie. Uh, it says it was Gallery Films, A.K.A. Gallery Furniture, A.K.A. Mattress Mac. Um, and um, um, that's actually how I got to know him, is I met him through Chuck Norris, and uh, got to know him and his wife Linda. And uh, uh, when Sidekicks came out, in fact, I talk about this and that everything I wish I knew on Twenty Two Book. Um, I had met him and his wife in Orlando. And we're at a small, you know, fairly intimate dinner, eight or nine people, and everybody else was fawning over Chuck. And I sat in the back and talked to this little unassuming guy in a baseball cap with his wife, and it turned out that it was a mattress Mac. And Chuck told me later that the guy had, uh, like, three Ferrari F40s, which at the time were going for, like, a million dollars a pop, and, you know, told me all about his, uh, you know, his furniture store. And um, Eric, give uh, us a, a little thumbnail. You were just saying it's like the agency of... of, of you know, everything you'd want to do to market a, a business like that. Uh, give us a little bit of that. Yeah, you know, it's been a few years since I've been over to the main store. I was fascinated by some uh, marketing psychology textbook.
0: He was implementing
2: uh, every page of it. It was fascinating. He had a pull in the parking lot. He had a, a blow-up air slide going on for the kids. I saw people walking out of the... Out of the building, everyone had an item in their hand. They were all carrying peeps uh, rockets, basketballs that day. His uh, philosophy was no one leaves without something in their hand. Uh, he would walk inside, and all five senses were being attacked. He had uh, cookies baking in his kitchen. Uh, he had uh, he had the kids in there. He had the bowling alley and the furniture store there in there bowling. He's got uh, basketball boys, goals going on outside. Uh, he's, he's got visual, kinesthetic. He has a you know a full paradigm of stuff going on, uh, and then he he's orchestrating the entire thing from a central desk on a microphone, um, and uh, movies going in the movie rooms and playstations, and it's uh, like a regular regular uh, Disney experience at a furniture store.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's uh, fa- fa- fascinating, and. Um, um, and then the um, uh, the other business we're going to look at a little bit is uh, a friend of mine who uh, um, his name is John McCormick. I met him at a uh, Tony Robbins seminar, and if you watch pretty much any of uh, Tony's infomercials, you'll see him on there. He talks about he bought Tony's program for all of his hairstylists, but it's uh, this visible change his hair salon. And the last I knew is it was. A $35 million a year chain of hair salons with 15 locations running net of over $5 million a year. And um, uh, their number one location is in the Galleria Mall. And he has, um, I went down there spent about a week uh, at his office, at his home, you know, having dinner, looking behind uh with him uh personally looking at behind the scenes at the thing and then there's a, a book that he read. I'm gonna to look and to see if it's still available called uh, Self Made in America which is really good. Uh not that he read that he wrote. Um, but uh, it's uh, a very interesting model, very parallel to martial arts schools, all the same problems that martial arts schools have, all the same opportunities that martial arts schools have. And um uh, one of the things I remember is he had a very interesting compensation system for the hairstylist, because the problem is, of course, is they build a clientele and they you know go with a booth, uh, you know, uh, especially in an area like the Galleria, they go, you know they go uh, you know five you know five stores down and rent a booth and take their clientele with them. And we'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk more about that, but a very 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 highly profitable uh, uh, operation and uh, a very interesting uh, a gentleman. He was Inc. Magazine's uh, Entrepreneur of the Year a few years back, so you might, uh, uh, as a little research, and I'll send you all these links, you might go just uh, Google Jim and get plus gallery furniture and go Google John McCormick plus visible changes, and you'll, you'll, uh, you'll see these are two very interesting entrepreneurs, both of which are doing a lot of things that are very similar and, and, and uh, uh, useful for our businesses that, you know, I mean, both of them add a few zeros to what even our biggest uh, uh, operation is and, uh, uh, um, our team right now, but anyway, okay. And um, uh, uh, so that's the uh, that's the layout. Um, is we're going to be at Elite MMA on uh, on Saturday morning. Then we'll be back at the hotel through the evening on that Saturday, and then we'll be at the hotel on Sunday on the 18th. And again, everybody's everybody's welcome to uh, to be there. Um, um, Toby, what would you uh, expand on that with?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure to sure necessarily expand on the schedule, but but I think I think for especially for the new folks who are on the line, um, we have three experiences for the rest of the year. We, you know, we you know, typically do four big mastermind meetings a year. We have three more experiences this year, and we're, we're always strategically building these um, to accomplish some objectives. And and the, one of the objectives of this particular one is benchmarking similar, you know, business model strategy and strategies, right? And, and again, when when you look at especially people who have been with this for a number of years, when you look at businesses that rise to the level of exceptionalism inside their own niche, right? So something like you know uh, you know Visible Changes or something like you know Gallery Furniture. Uh, uh, last year, a couple of years ago, we did some stuff with um, uh, what's the what was it, Grocery chain? What was his name again? Um,
2: oh, who's Sue the grocery Leonard.
1: guy? Yeah, oh, Stu Sue Leonard. Yeah, Stu Stu, Stu Stu Leonard. Things like that. Uh, Disney is a good example. Uh, you know, uh, West Point. These experiences where they've taken a niche, and in some cases, it's niches that are relatively sleazy or relatively low uh, prices, or relatively that have some that have some interesting dynamics that we also deal with in our in our industry too. But those who rise to the level of exceptionalism. the the habits, behaviors, and strategies that they use to do that are exactly the same in many cases of the strategies and and behaviors and belief systems that that we use in martial arts schools to to accomplish the same objectives. So um, the reason reason that this all makes sense for your martial arts school is studying these other exceptional cases, the cases of exceptional businesses in a a niche where there are many, 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 many other alternatives for a consumer, right? And most of the time, there are many other alternatives for a consumer at a much lower price. Um, it's a very useful case study. So a lot of the stuff might sound like, "Well, this doesn't help me with my intro info call. This doesn't help me with my you know leadership program." Well, when you dig into it, it really it really will. So uh, you know, approach all this stuff with an open mind, and and review these resources that we'll send you over the next few days. You know, very carefully and, and really consider how these uh, how these strategies at a fundamental level. Uh, really apply to what we're doing. The, the, so the next two experiences past this one is we're typically every year we focus a little bit on you know wealth and abundance. Uh, secondarily, we focus on benchmarking other similar business categories and things like that. And then, of course, uh, we're focusing a lot this year on leadership skills development as well. So we'll be in Colorado Springs uh, near the Air Force Academy doing some experiences with them. And then at the end of the year, we're back at West Point, which is really a cool experience. So if you guys hadn't uh, weren't with us when we were at West Point like two years ago, uh, you really want to be planning for that. And, and I was just talking to a couple of folks on our coaching calls last week. Um, and, and let me give you a quick outline of how West Point looks. Uh, we'll be, we'll be you know right on property, we'll be meeting basically inside the gates of West Point, and then we'll do some tours around campus and things like that. again, getting a really good sense of how they implement their leadership instruction. If you think about the structure of West Point, a hundred percent of the graduates will have people's lives in their hands. They will by definition be leaders, they'll be second lieutenants or or more. And how they accomplish that in four years is really an exceptional case study. And and when you look at how that applies to a martial arts school, it's exactly the way we can build a leadership program for for, for our students. The the point I'd like to make well, about and this and entire the, thing
2: So please the, 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 the step back for a second on that is uh Forbes magazine, I believe it was, is Forbes of Fortune did a uh, a study of the uh, top ten universities for producing business leaders.
1: Right. And right, exactly.
2: if I if and if I remember correctly, West Point was number one and each of the three major service academies were in the top ten. And um, more CEOs of major companies have come from West Point and have come from Harvard. Um, and so, you know, it's it's um, one of those things where it's not just tools that are applicable to military service. It's it's They really produce leaders of character at the highest level. And, and before we get there, we'll want to give a lot of people references and so forth. We've done a lot of training on some of the tools from West Point and, and certainly that book, West Point Way of Leadership, which I believe is now only available to Kindle unless you buy a, find a used copy of it somewhere. Uh, but it is certainly one of many now uh, books uh, built around, it is like Disney, there's an unlimited number, it seems, of, of uh, behind-the-scenes service uh, books from Disney now. Uh, one of the best ones was uh, uh, Disney University, uh, uh, Be Our Guest. Uh, but West Point there seems to be an unlimited number of books on leadership. One that I like a lot because you can really use it for all of your uh, advanced level students is at West Point we have leadership. There's also some great videos. There's one called Surviving West Point that was put out by National Geographic um, and another one called Modern Marvel's West Point that was done by the History Channel. So uh, those are those are two interesting resources as well.
1: Yeah, the, the 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 thing I think the the one kind of tangential point I, I wanted to make about all three of these events, the Houston, uh, Colorado Springs, and West Point, is is something that you said a little while ago, which just to kind of expanded is, you know, really consider how you can leverage these things to your benefit both inside the school and with your staff. So two years ago, or I think it was two years ago, maybe three, uh, John Metcalf did a pretty good job of engaging a lot of his leadership people in the West Point experience. So he was doing a lot of what we were doing uh, with his students. So they were all learning about West Point and watching the videos and you know, looking at the pages and what pages and things like that. But he also brought a, a big contingent of his staff with him to West Point. And they all brought you know, uniforms. And when we did the campus tour, they took all sorts of photos around campus and in the, you know, in the, in the Cadet Chapel and at the parade grounds and all of these other areas um, um, and, and integrated it into the instruction level at the school, right? So be considering that. Uh, be considering that with all these mastermind meetings, there are, there are lots of ways that you can kind of weave that in. I know a lot of us, a lot of schools that are performing at a pretty high level, already kind of know the playbook when it comes to, you know, if you're going away to a seminar in California or you're going away to a seminar in Florida or whatever to work on your physical martial arts. I think a lot of us know how to angle that to our students so that it that it that they understand the benefit to them. Right? We're going to. You know, world championships, we're going to take seminars here and there uh, so that we can bring that knowledge back to you, share it with our students, etcetera, cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, don't miss that opportunity with this stuff either. Now, obviously, you don't want to – well, obviously, you have to be careful about how you um, position it. It's not about I'm going to go learn how to charge more money for lessons, right? But something like the – Well, I'm going to go today.
2: learn how to be, you know, a kick-ass salesperson.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So, so certainly the phraseology and the positioning is, is important to consider. But West Point, as a great example of this, can really be something that you can build a lot of excitement about uh, around the school, things like that. And, and you might even consider, and I can help you with logistics, but you might even consider staying a day or coming a day early and bringing in a bunch of them, you know, to do an experience there as well. So um, just, just be consider of that. C- consider how... Some of these things that might seem like they're a tangent can really apply to what you're doing in the business, but also you can leverage these uh, experiences for your own, you know, for the student benefit as well, certainly for the staff benefit, but also for the student benefit. So just something to consider. uh, You know, you'll be receiving a bunch of information over the next, you know, week or two anyway, but uh, um, just really kind of open your, uh, expand your thinking about how valuable you can make this, uh, especially with um, how it can apply to your leadership team. So just just be thinking about that.
2: You bet. You bet. And um, uh, just for everybody's benefit, if you're sitting at your desktop or your laptop, or if you're on your iPad, I had forwarded um, uh, 20 or 30 minutes ago to everybody's primary email address um, a bunch of ads that uh, Eric and I had done to uh, send over for me for uh, critique. And um, i was going to take some caption uh, some portion of the some portion of the uh, of the uh, call today to talk about those. And um, I had also sent you a, a a list separately of the Gallery Furniture link, the Visible Changes uh, website. Uh, um, um, we didn't mention Chuck Norris's program, but Judge Chuck Norris's Kickstart program is uh, uh, predominantly located in uh, in Houston. Their headquarters in Houston. There in last I knew, Houston, Galveston, and Dallas. And um, it would certainly be interesting if you get in early enough or can stay over uh, to see that. And um, uh, I believe they had uh, some belt graduations. Um, I don't remember if I'm right. Um, I believe they had some belt um, uh, graduations on that uh, Thursday and perhaps Wednesday when we come in. Was that right, Toby? so
1: yeah i I talked to those guys i i'm still I'm still trying to figure out whether we could do something like
2: that yeah, I mean, the biggest problem is most of their locations are are not going to be in the Galleria, which you know is high end and they're in the uh, you know the at risk kids uh areas and their their big event was just um uh first of the, uh, this month uh that's their their um, annual uh fundraiser but um if you want to go to their website, it's kickstart.com. And I'm sure you'd be uh, uh, welcomed with open arms at any of their belt ceremonies or anything to get a get a sense behind the scenes. I've done a behind the scenes tour of, of that as well. But uh what's mostly interesting in that is to 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 see one of the belt uh, ceremonies or if they happen to have a uh, um, you know, an intramural tournament or something. But mostly it's looking at what the schools that they're in are like and what the uh, what the thing is like. So they're basically teaching a Normal martial arts program in at-risk middle schools, and um, uh, uh, one of their big claims to fame is that they get very high parent engagement in locations that have very low parent engagement. Uh, so it's um, it's um, uh, they're they're really doing a good job, and you know their only constraint, I mean, they have the same constraints that everybody else has is trying to find quality staff members. Uh, but their other, which is what what I spent quite a bit of time with them at one time, trying to help figure out, is uh, structure development and training. Uh, their other constraint is it's purely funded by uh, by, by donations. So, uh, yeah, and, and in fact, uh, looking well, at their website, on that uh, Thursday on the on the fifteenth, there are uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different schools have their belt ceremonies. Um, and um, um, Eric, if you're still there, um, you might look and see if any of them are anywhere even close to um, a shooting distance or a galleria. Uh, it's kickstartkids.org, and I clicked the link that says events. But it says uh, D.F. Long Middle School, Jane Long Middle School, Navasota Junior High, Navasota, I'm, I imagine it's in Navasota, which is where Chuck's Ranch is, which is uh, Powell Station. Travis middle School Lady Bird Johnson middle School Lamar middle School and Jackson middle School so if if anybody came in early enough to uh, uh to go with any one of those I'm sure you'd be welcome there um, then the, the 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 next ones are on the following Tuesday so it it's just if you if you're going to be able to get in there early enough it might be interesting it's not not so much uh how to tweak your business up but uh it, it is uh Interesting to see what Chuck has developed there and, and how it's unfolded. I uh, certainly it's uh, it's worth all of us being supportive of. Uh, anyway, um, Pastor Miller, what uh, you've had all of your uh, one-on-one calls. I've had all of my one-on-one calls. Um, um, I know. I think it was um, um, uh, Travis and and or Ty. There's a couple of people who um, had to um, um, let us know ahead of time they could not make the one-on-one call with me, and if that's the case, it's fine. Um, what I would uh, ask you to do is um, uh, email or text me, and uh, we can reschedule that. You're always welcome to call Bob at the office, and he uh, uh, controls the schedule as well. A lot of times it's just easy to uh, communicate with me ahead of time and, uh, um, and let me know what's um, um, well I guess I can let you know whether it's a good day is we can work in on time to see if we can get it to work smoothly. But anyway, hey, uh, Matt Moody, anything to add to, uh, uh, to what we've covered so far? I can get on off mute or if if you now, um, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm really really excited about uh, seeing these other businesses and for people that haven't you know been to. Uh, been to some of these, and I haven't been to these too. I'm really excited about seeing them. But looking at other businesses is probably or better, a way of uh, helping improve um, what I do at my school as is anything else I've done. Is looking at martial arts so I'm really excited about going to it and uh, look forward to the to the meetings with everybody as well, especially you know our breakouts with the ATA guys. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I was going to make that point earlier when Master Melroy was is. What, what happens in all groups of people, whether it's a, a, an industry like martial arts, which I mean, really, really is is, is not you know a, a, a unified industry because we have so many little different subsets within it. Uh, but what happens with each group and in each industry is it tends to become very incestuous, you know. Um, um, and what what you see happens is. You know, dramatic paradigm shifts, dramatic breakthroughs either in marketing strategy or in, in sales methodology or in, in service happen most likely from looking at what other unrelated businesses are doing and then figuring out how to apply it to to, uh, to yourself. And, you know, I'll say for myself, any major breakthrough that I've had over the years didn't come from internal, it came from external. It came from me stumbling across a really fascinating, interesting business and and being aware of taking the deep breath and looking at what they were doing and thinking how it applies to us and There are businesses that are natural comparables, and by natural comparables i mean on on one end dance schools, gymnastic schools, and in fact the the history of pretty much all of the martial arts business skills sets. That we have right now came from the ballroom dance industry, came from Art Linkletter and Arthur Murray, and so forth. Um, but on the, the some of the other comparables are chiropractic clinics, dentist offices, and and hair salons, and um, the vast majority of every type of business you interact with are really crappy. I mean, and um, you know, I'm always I'm always uh, uh, you know, kind of interested in the hair business because I know John Paul DiGiorgio and I have friends here who run the Paul Mitchell Regional Distributors and, you know, uh, uh, Don McCormick, I've looked at his operation. But, you know, vast majority of hair salons are every bit as bad as the average martial arts school, if not even worse. Um, and, you know, if you think about your own experience of, of, of how that works, you'll see that. But when you find excellence, it, it really merits modeling it. Um, A a book that I would recommend everybody read, one that I came across, is called The Culting of Brands, and it talks about um, um, Apple and BMW and Harley-Davidson and a few others that's very applicable to us. Um, And there's a a, a variety of books now out about Starbucks. Um, One of them was the Starbucks Experience. But, um, um, you know, that's, again, another company that is very applicable to what we do. Uh, certainly, something like gallery furniture is a little bit more of a stretch and visible changes um, but as we as we look at that you'll you'll all, all of a sudden get all kinds of ideas for ways that you could uh, really start tuning and tweaking and adding to it and of course uh, you know the the point of what we'll be doing is pointing out at least uh, uh, five or six of the lessons that you certainly should uh, take away from it. well and That's good. i'm excited I, I would add that I'm excited about working with all of you. And having us all work together on the next the better ideas than what they even have so i, I, I mean i think that's the excitement for us to be there together yeah and, and, and i will say i i mean this in a positive way but but the 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 interesting experience and i've i've been personally interacting with a lot of of schools in one of two categories either fairly successful m m a schools and um um a, a higher echelon of the a t a schools right and uh, Master Moody, what we see with the you know a lot of the ATA schools is again that kind of, of internal inbred of a very limited way of, of thinking about some things. And 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 once you get those blinders off and get some 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 uh, some great ideas uh, from a broader range of, of people, it's useful. And what I'm seeing a lot of with the uh, MMA Schools is a lot of them, and and Eric, chip in and and add to this for high, if you'd like, because you obviously are right there in the middle of that. to this high, and you know several others in the call. But with the MMA schools, I'm seeing a lot of they never had any real guidance on developing their business in in a, a focused way, or perhaps what they they worked with Lloyd or somebody like that who got a little bit of what I was teaching, but not much of it, and. A awful lot of them have a very like fitness center oriented approach to the way they do things, and they are are uh, are benefiting from a, from a flood of traffic, but are handicapped with really having um, a, a no business system to develop long term retention, and oftentimes really don't have a. Uh, a, a very good perspective on, on staff development, on, um, on service and on anything other than online marketing. And, uh, uh usually, you know, sometimes high pressure, low, uh, uh, uh value, uh, uh, um, uh, sales process. Eric, is that, is that a good way to say it or how would you expand it? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the the format for running a business is not it's not there, so yeah, so yeah all of the things you're mentioning is, uh, is present so that's the good thing about being in thatma you, you get a curriculum to run a business so. and, and, and yeah fulfill on the main goal which was to run a martial arts school well exactly exactly so many of them. You know, it's it's almost like and in, in, in pretty much everybody's smart enough not to go look you know look at boxing gyms and try to model a boxing gym. But you know what they do is they go look at at the high volume, low price um, um, uh, fitness centers and go try to become a fitness center. And the and a lot of them have the same problems that that uh, uh, some of these relatively unsuccessful. Uh, ATA schools do a masculinity. I'm trying to uh, I'll be as diplomatic as I can, but we were talking to one that was doing, and they're not, they, they they chose not to become a member, and I'm sure when they're ready, you know, there'll be a teacher there for them, but they were doing 30000 a month, which on the face of it is fine, but it was like 12000 a month in their traditional Taekwondo program and $3,500 right. running the Krav Maga program and then another, let's say, $2,000 running us, uh, I Love Kickboxing uh, uh, women's fitness program uh, as part of Perella's deal, and then another $3,000 doing a Brazilian jiu-jitsu program, and then I believe it was another $3,000 on transport after-school care. Uh, does that sound about right, what, what those numbers were, Master Moody?
1: Yeah, and, yeah. and they may,
2: be tired just, they may be tired just listening to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it's
2: just the dumbest the dumbest strategy in the world because if, if I list what they were doing, the traditional Taekwondo program focused mostly on kids. And the transported after-school care are the two that have the same target audience, right? So, say, you know, if you were going to do two things, you know, maybe you choose those two. The I love kickboxing audience is completely different than the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu audience, right? And the Krav audience arguably kind of crosses both boundaries. But really what they had is they needed five completely separate marketing funnels to target five completely separate audiences to get that going. And it's certainly one thing if you've got a 10,000 square feet facility and you're doing uh, 80,000 a month, and now you're trying to think in terms of what's next. But at a at a small level, you know, going from one failing program to two failing programs to three failing programs is is just the the, the worst possible way to go. Um. But let's let let me shift to this Mass mori fits, and I'm sure um, Mass Moody and Mass both have some some specific commonalities that everybody had. And we'll remind everybody, again, all you have to do at any point in this conversation, hit star six, ask questions on topic or off topic, and, and lead us where wherever you need to go. Uh, I was going to spend a little bit of time for everybody who's on your computer if you pull up those uh, those ads that Eric and Heidi had sent me. And, uh, Eric, do I have your permission to uh, to not be terribly complimentary of them? No. As always. Okay. 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 Um, um here's um for everybody who's looking at them uh the, the first one on the list is a cardio kickboxing ass and uh so if you're looking at it it's uh 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 um, cute brunette um uh um, eric is this uh uh wife or girlfriend of of any of you or is this a a, a, a model that that's one of our students okay okay um my, uh, um, I don't know which one you're looking at, but yeah, one of, I know the major one we used one of our students. Uh, pink hand wraps, uh, um, uh, spaghetti strap top. I think that's the right way to phrase it. With like a teal uh, stripe on it, uh, black top. Um, the, the 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 first thing I would say is the model is always very important in this in this in this uh, 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 example. The young lady in the, in the photo is very uh, photogenic, and so I uh, you know I have no no issue whatsoever with her, and see you know all the studies have shown by the way, and this isn't like being you know being a, a macho or whatever, but an attractive female in an ad attracts um, um, men to see the the picture. But it also attracts women to see the picture, and the attractiveness um, of those of those ads um, of those people in the ads it is very important. Uh, by the way, Greg, you just texted me. I had emailed out that list of those ads for my Gmail address uh, probably about forty-five minutes ago. Um, um, can uh, can anybody else confirm for me that you did or did not receive those and then I can uh I can certainly try to resend those. I, I them. 'em. They're in a drop okay. format, so everybody's gonna have to double click on the uh on the drop off link, but it should come up as a slideshow. If anybody has any problems, let us know. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I did not I didn't hit Okay. Uh this one was sent from uh Stephen Oliver at MileHigh dot com. I'll send it from my email address again right now. Um, uh, so if you look from from Stephen Oliver uh, nat- at at that'll be the address it'll come from. Uh, so I'm going to uh, uh, resend to, and this is the primary email address that we have in your uh, your member file. Um, so I will uh, I will I will resend to those. Uh, and in in some cases by the way uh james or uh, um, James is one of the examples we have we have people who you know in multiple case in multiple school cases, the primary email address is going to a general email which we don't have access that they, they don't have access to or it's going to the wrong person. so you should double check on that to make sure that um, uh, we're sending everything to the address that you're most likely to um to see. But um, I am resending it right now. So it, it just went out again through uh, Gmail from my Gmail address. Uh, and I said it originally 45 minutes ago. Um, so so anyway, let, 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 we'll, we'll continue on with kind of talking about advertising in general and critiquing these ads in specific. Um, and, and so the first one is the cardio kickboxing ad. And the... Um, um, the the pitch I have first about the ad, and um, um, what I would say is, is first is the banner headline across the top is a very cool-looking elite MMA logo uh, across the top. And I never want to have the first thing that somebody sees, and likely the first thing they'll see on a postcard, and I think these were set up for postcards, right, Eric? So likely what they'll see first on the postcard is either a photo or the headline. And I always want to, and this is, I mean, this is direct response marketing one-on-one, so everybody write it down, anchor it, evaluate everything you ever do by, based on this, is everything you do, I don't care whether it's a rack card or a ValPak ad or a a postcard or any other, any other ad that you put out, you always have to have a headline and you want the headline to be an ad for reading the ad right and Eric you and I were talking earlier uh, today is I know a lot of very good uh, direct response marketers Um, and what they do is they go to the Cosmopolitan magazine website and or some other place where there's a couple years worth of uh, covers on there and they look at the covers on the, headline, uh, on the magazine to get headline ideas. And, of course, we're, you know, we're providing an awful lot of stuff that's done for you, including an awful lot of ads and so forth. All of those things that were done, uh, well at least a lot of the ones that we have there done for you, are also editable. So you're, uh, you're welcome to download, uh, add a different picture, one thing or another. If you're doing specifically like a fitness or cardio ad, um, there's a ton of artwork. Uh, that we have, and there's a ton of artwork that's available where you don't have to go do a photo shoot. Um, sometimes you'll have something specialized enough that you may want to, you know, you may want to do that. Usually you don't have to get into doing a photo shoot. Um, and um, um, years ago, I did a, um, uh, an ad for a tanning salon that I unfortunately owned at the time, and um, I did an open cattle call. Um and uh you know i was at the time a pretty good photographer, so I did an open cattle call for fitness models and probably ran through a hundred gals and bikinis uh uh doing fitness shoots. It wasn't the roughest job I've had recently um but it you know it's pretty easy to do something like that if you won't need to uh, but rarely do you need to because we're providing it for you and or uh, there's usually um a pretty good uh, stock art available but so anyway, you know it, You have benefit lines on here, burn 800 calories, lose weight, have fun. But you have the the detriment of the headline is Elite MMA, which I I don't ever want that to be the headline. I'd rather it be, you know, if I I had my ideal on something like this, Eric, is I would have a testimonial quote from the beautiful brunette in the ass. Is, you know, the... um, um, I lost uh, um, 23 pounds in 23 days, and it's uh, the most fun workout I've ever tried. Or, you know, I mean, make it up on the fly. But I'd, I'd rather, if I can uh, pull off at all possible, to have a testimonial headline that's a powerful headline. And then I'd rather have this girl, um, you know, saying, um, you know, this is the greatest way in the world. You know, it, it burns 800 calories every time I work. I work out, and I'm in. I, you know, I was I was dumpy, and now I'm in great shape, right? And in any kind of fitness advertising, any kind of weight loss, you see a lot of before and after. You know, just watch, uh, um, you know, Fox News or CNN or something like that for a day, and watch all the system ads. You know, it's all all before and after. So, I mean, the more you can get testimonial, the more you can get that kind of thing, the better off you are, right? Um, Then on this postcard is, you know, it's arguable arguable whether you need it in an area like Houston. You know, certainly uh, it is a criteria that they're choosing. But if you're putting it in the mail to them, uh, they're probably assuming that you're pretty nearby, uh, an awful lot of real estate is taken up by the uh, uh, by the uh, uh, the map here. Um, it says over 800 plus, over 180 Google reviews. Uh, by the way, for everybody, go Google um, uh, mixed martial arts or martial arts or you know elite MMA in Houston, and, and you guys have done the best job I've seen of anybody on really having uh, the website, uh, the uh, Google Places reviews, all, of, all the different reviews. And you really do have a ton of them and a ton of five stars. Um, Eric or Hi, can you guys speak to how you accomplish that, by the way? Because I'm not sure in the direct mail it's so important, but on- online it's extremely important. Uh, yeah, you know, we I was just, uh, we were at a NATMA conference and uh, we were talking about someone who had a, a, uh, some, a, some poor reviews, uh, and I was just sitting there thinking, I mean, we've been blessed. I mean, we have great customers, and they they love us. Um, so we, I was like, uh, man, that's great. You know, other people don't realize that. I mean, it was a, just like a natural resource that we, we've been blessed with that we weren't really utilizing. And uh, so we just asked people to share, right? And... You know, not 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 all of them are perfect, but we have uh, tried to provide a high level of customer service, and you know, really be there for the customer. And then and they and then in response, they've all they've all been gracious, and you know, posted and, and negative or positive, and so that's been great for us, and just uh, kind of builds our community. So we we just saw it as a you know we have a lot of really good students, and so and it's a great tight knit community. So we we all kind of shared with one another. So. Well, it goes back to a conversation that we had a couple weeks ago. But what you what you do find, and it's perhaps less so in the kids market right now than it is in the the fitness or the MMA market. But almost everybody's first point of contact with you is whether they saw you at a carnival, or they maybe not first point, but one of the points of contact is going to be they go look at your website and they Google you. And, and that's even true if it's a mom going to a birthday party, is an awful high percentage of people, even if they're responding to a postcard, will go look at you at the website for a while, even if they end up picking up the phone and calling you. And so that is very, 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 very important. One of the things that we um, will certainly talk about at the marketing boot camp, that's the one in, in Colorado, um, is, is um, a lot of the reputation management strategies and um, uh, we've talked before about a couple of those, but but this is very important. It's a, it's a good thing to point out for everybody. Um, you know, but but the the, the the short form, and we'll go to some of these others real quick. But I'd rather have this be a powerful a, a powerful headline that's benefit driven. And if you can have that be a testimonial driven benefit headline, that would be great. Um, Then, rather than bullet points, I always like to see a short paragraph um, of text, preferably as a testimonial. Um, And then, I don't think on this I would have chewed up nearly that much real estate on the map. Um, What I um, um, always try to do on locations is I I give cross streets. So, for years, we would run ads with all the locations, but it would be you know, a Kipling and Jewel or it would be if if you're located next to a landmark that everybody knows, you know, right beside gallery furniture or something, right? But I, I see, you know, nobody's gonna get a postcard and then they're going to uh, uh drop you a note to say, Hey, I'm interested. So you don't need the zip code. You don't need it to say Houston, Texas. Um, what I w- what I would have is a um, you know, in fact, this, this one is uh, Houston City Club. So, you know, Houston City Club at whatever the intersection is there is is plenty. And they're mostly not going to respond by showing up at your door anyway. They're going to go to the website or they're going to go to the uh, uh, pick of the phone. I would always be explicit on what I expect them to do now. You say they're call for your complimentary uh, private lesson. You know, that's a good start. Uh, you've seen a lot of the offers that that, that we do. Free, 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 free. I like that. Um, And I I would have, you know, the first 20 callers who call get a free pair of hand wraps, they get a free bag glove or something like that. Um, um, You know, uh, go immediately to elite-mma.com or go to that phone number. Um, And by the way, the other thing I'd point out, If you go to Elite MMA, that's the general landing page for the entire, everything you do. And the cardio kickboxing is a pretty small percentage of what you do, right? Uh, So I'd rather have it go to uh, Kickboxing Houston for Elite Kickboxing or Elite Fitness or something that is a specific landing page for what this particular offer is. Does that make sense, Eric?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's awesome. Yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt, I saw so, on, on, on that, right. you know, just just uh, I, I know you're not going to move off too too quickly, but mm-hmm. especially in this specific implementation, it's all about the market, right? It's all mm-hmm. about them, and 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 when you're if this, if this is the customer that we want, if it's the attractive, uh, you know, twenty four year old woman. Everything I show her, you know, should be congruent with what her deal is. Mm-hmm. So your current elite MMA is an awful lot of high testosterone dudes choking each other yeah. out. Not probably what I want her to see. So no, especially no, uh, I, I, I would market. I would say completely counterproductive. <laughs> well, look, I'm trying to be nice, yeah. but but no, no, but the, no completely
2: the, the, counterproductive. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the reason it's important to like talk about this right now, especially is. You know, look, we all know that online we can drive an awful lot of fitness traffic, right? Uh, there's an awful lot of, like, organic, organic traffic out there looking for fitness programs and things like that. And and they're easy to sell on Groupon and they're easy to sell in markets like that. But you have to be very, very, very careful that everything that the customer uh, sees is appropriate for them in their particular circumstances. So if I'm promoting a, a kickboxing program, then everything that they, that, they, that they see should look like her doing kickboxing if I'm promoting the, you know, adult MMA thing or, you know, adult male MMA thing, then everything that they should see shouldn't be the woman kickboxing because they don't want to work out with her. They want to go, you know, work out with other dudes who are going to choke each other, right? So just, yeah, I, I, I you know, in light of not moving off that too quickly, especially in this market, you know, this lady doesn't want to be with – it reminds me exactly of a, a Planet Fitness down here in Florida in the southeast. I think they have them all over but they're they're a bad example of some things because they're very low priced and their their whole model is kind of weird, but their marketing their advertising is really smart because it's no lungs right, so their commercials are the big muscle bound greased down dude standing there grunting in front of the mirror right and it's the, the, the program director walking the nice lady through the thing and says, yeah, we don't have those here. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: this isn't where they are. This is for you, kind of like the curbs market. So, you know, just before yeah. you move off that too quickly, I, I especially think that you should exclamation point what you just said in this particular market, we're, we're, you know, women versus MMA. Hmm. Um, yeah,
0: well...
2: I, I, I guess the one thing that I and by the way, elite dash kickboxing dot net dot org is available. Elite kickboxing without the dash dot net is available. Eric dot um, uh, com is taken, but uh, you know there are some various derivations you could do that would be more specific. And again, well, you're
1: Houston kickboxing dot com is free. Oh well, there you go. There you go. That'd be I, my I like my that. my like preference would happen. be to have. Yeah, yeah. My preference would be to have the geographic switch in the name, if you can. <laughs>
2: well, we're not talking about internet marketing here. We're talking about direct mail, right? Is so, so from from a standpoint of yeah, yeah, you're right. You just think kickboxing, Eric. You better snap that one up in a hurry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, um, uh, but uh, but what, what what I what I would say on that is is think in terms, if you're, if you're doing pay-per-click, is you want to direct them immediately to a landing page that's going to be exactly congruent with what they were looking for when they Googled it um, and exactly congruent with um, uh, what they're looking for, right? And But direct mail isn't any different. And really, everything you're doing isn't any different. It's why, you know, the example before of like, the ATA school has five different things going on, and then what they do is they take them to a website that has, you know, a box for each of the different things, and you just choose your box, and, you know, and and then, you know, you sort them out on a landing page that's uh, uh, appropriate for them. You should have taken them directly to that landing page. And the technology behind the scenes is easy enough. You can have the site, and you can have it all subsetted, and if somebody, you know, comes across you through organic listings at Elite-MMA, sorts them out there. But if you're buying pay-per-click, you should take her directly to the site that looks like for her. You should take the um, soccer mom and the ranger over directly to the site that looks like what she's looking for for the kids. And you should take the adult man directly to one that looks like for the, for the adult men. Um, and and Toby, totally the only thing I would argue about with what you just said is you can attract the adult men by having a hot model in the ad, mm-hmm. um, with or with, without it being relevant to what they're looking for, right? You just don't want to take the adult male who's looking for MMA and take him to a page that look, what looks like it's women in tights doing kickboxing, you know, cardio kickboxing. Um, but it doesn't work in the reverse. You don't have a sweaty guy in a speedo doing MMA, and this gal is now going, oh, well, that's for me. Right. So it it um, um and again that's not sexist, that's just the, you know, all the research shows. You know, the attractive female model really helps elevate everything. And you know, and frankly if you're doing the kids marketing, having an attractive female who looks like she's there with her seven year old doesn't hurt response. Um now let's look let, let, let's let us look let us let us go through for everybody who has it, I'm gonna to go to the, just the second ad here. And now this one um Eric, I have no idea what the hell this picture is. I mean, it's like some guy bent over. You know, somebody's branded shorts. I assume it's an MMA fight, but it's by the by the time he got cut off. You know, I don't know what's going on here, right? And and you know, you're you know, although you're certainly dealing with limited space, this picture isn't doing any 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 good. Um, I assume the other blur down there is either, a uh, a, uh, a, a chimpanzee in some kind of outfit or it may be part of his, uh, um, uh, his, com- uh, competitor in the fight, but it just really doesn't work for you. Um, it looks kind of like his head is deformed, um, and it is, you know, the, 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 uh, the photo needs a lot of work. Um, uh, the, and again... This particular ad, I'm not too sure what you're trying to accomplish here. Uh, it's Galleria Greenway Plaza, burn, everything else is about the same, right? Burn 800-plus calories, lose weight, have fun. But then you have what looks like an MMA fighter who's deformed, maybe a fight, which just doesn't quite work for that, right? Well, what, what were you trying to accomplish with this one? Yeah, so the the we were trying to kinda appeal to the uh male uh, kickboxing fitness with the uh you know, with the app and stuff with you know, him being in shape. Um that was the intention. Yeah, it did it, it didn't work. Um now here Here's one we could argue, and I'd I'd welcome everybody's point of view on it, Um, and certainly including Eric, you, and I. But if you're looking for, and again, you have two audiences in general terms, right, is you have the audience for adult male 28 to 45, let's say. He's a dentist or an attorney. He's looking for a cool way to get in shape. Ultimately, he wants to be James Bond, but he never has any visions of himself being a fighter. Right then, on the other side of it, you have a 18 to 25, 26 who thinks they might want to be an MMA fighter, Um, and so so you have um, 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 you know kind of those two two options. It would seem to me that in both of them, you know, having a good-looking male. you know, I, I guess maybe if I had my ideal, you know, I'd have an attractive female in kickboxing shorts with her arm wrapped around him, and I'd have the guy that looks like he's fit, perfectly clothed, you know, held with a an ideal world know, with a Rolex on his wrist, uh, standing there. But I would have, I, I think I would lean towards not like a fight shot in the ring, but fit-looking fitness model. There's... There's an ad that I had in my notebook of ads here somewhere from um, um, from 1983. And the headline was, A New Me for 1983. And it has the guy who, you know, was a bodybuilder, but he wasn't like, you know, pumped way up, really fit, with a really in shape woman standing beside him, it was for um, uh, fun and fitness in D.C. It's one of the ones I kept for, uh, for 30 years because I always thought it was like a perfect fitness ad. Um, uh, you want them to be very, very attractive. Uh, Master well, you had you had some thoughts about the ad as well. Go ahead and, and chip in at any time here. Well, you know, and, and I actually wanted Master you to you to comment a little bit on in terms of the cosmetics of the ad, in terms of you know, there's some things like this ad looks like it's cut, like the guy's just like the photo was cut with some scissors and pasted it onto it. And um, yeah, and I'm not trying to be overly critical, but. Uh, but uh, but well, that's, that's, you know, the, that's all the point right critical. now. We're, we're, all, we're all friends here. Um, and then, you know, like how how things are kind of centered, you can do some a little bit of shadowing or beveling a little bit on these things. Like, I don't know whether it's a publisher. And I think it makes it stand out to do just enough but not too much. And, I, you know, that, that's always the trick. You don't want to make it too fancy, but at the same time, you want to use some cosmetic stuff to make it really, really clear and make stuff stand out. And, and uh, Masterman, you've done some very nice pieces over the years. Um uh, you know, some of them I coach you through. Some of them you created independently. Um, might be useful to take a lot of your stuff, and we can uh, uh, send them out as well. Uh, if you have anything easily on hand, uh, feel free to send them to me, and I'll forward them out to everybody while we're on the conversation here. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, this, this one, a lot of it we've, we've talked about on the other one, uh, but it needs a headline It needs to really target in on the right person um, you know, I'm not sure burn 800 calories, lose weight, have fun it is exactly the right even bullet point for the, uh, the male audience. Um, uh, certainly I don't need, um, Houston, Texas, zip code. Um, you know, I'm getting, even, even for the location, too many, uh, um, uh, different pieces going. Um, uh, Toby, uh, Master Smith is trying to join us in the call, uh, but he's getting, um, um, the passcode on the call four five six seven eight nine isn't working for him. I assume that's what everybody else is on here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I will maybe look at the offer. The offer uh, complimentary private lessons. You know, for maybe there's uh something else we can put there. I think I've put. I'll try. I'm trying to find some of my ads, but you know, sometimes if you have faith on it, to put a guarantee. You know, do do the classes, and we'll guarantee you. You know, some of these guarantees don't matter. if are guarantee you'll lose 10 pounds the first month. I mean, what difference does it make it? if they do or not? They're going to like it or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, Matt Smith, you're with us here, and uh, I don't know if you have these in front of you. I uh, um, We're going through and doing a little critique on some ads that Eric and I had done for their various programs, and uh, if you're at your uh, computer, I'd be happy to forward it over to you. Um but no, uh, I'm, not, I'm I'm mobile today. Okay. Uh uh no no problem at all. Um but um uh let's let's um uh, kind of keep moving forward. Eric, is this giving you some uh some good ideas here? Yeah, this is very helpful. Thanks. You bet, you bet. Uh let's go to here's the other thing. Uh well now, now we have the uh, the kids postcard and you know, my my. Uh, you know, if I were to take my guess, it's probably because it's more modeled after some of the stuff that we have on the website than the other pieces are. But I wouldn't consider this a, a particularly good ad, but it is better than the others. It's getting better. Yeah, um, getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's better. Um, it has a headline. You know, building powerful leaders now. Um, you know, if if I was going to use that as the headline, I'd rather it be. Turn your child into a powerful leader now. Rather than building powerful leaders now is about you. Um, I want again. again, This is this is an important criteria. So any ad you ever put out, you want to have a powerful headline, but you want the headline to be the ad for the ad. If I can pull it off, I'd like to see anywhere you can make it testimonial based, but. If you're doing a headline like this, you want it to be you-based. In other words, you want it to be um, uh, talking directly to the prospect. And in this case, the prospect is the soccer mom and a Range Rover. So turn your child into a powerful leader now is much better than essentially saying, we are building powerful leaders now, right? So it's always about you, yours, what you're going to accomplish. whenever whenever it's at all possible, right? So, and again, all advertising really should be talking to and about the prospect. It shouldn't be introspective. Does that make sense to everybody? Um, And again, a lot of the other stuff we've already talked about, um, you know, I don't need full address. I don't need zip code on something like this. I'd rather have a more powerful uh, offer probably don't need the map. If I do have the map, I'm not going to chew up as much real estate on it. Um, I'm going to be more explicit in the in the call to action. You know, uh, um, right now, um, uh, you know, I'd probably do one of two things. You know, right now, immediately, uh, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., call 713 333 4662. ask for Renee, and we'll schedule your first complimentary private lesson. Or... Uh, go to um, I, again. I wouldn't drive them to Elite and for the Mesa kids program, Eric. Right? So I'd, I'd create a kids landing URL, um, or go to you know Elite Kids or whatever it is dot com uh, uh, to learn more about and to register for your first free private lesson. But always be very specific in the call to action. I mean, tell them specifically what to do. That makes sense. And then um, um, let's scroll through to the, the fourth point. So this is, the, this is the reverse side of the postcard. So this was the mailing label. And when you're doing postcards, a lot of times what you think in terms of, and again, it's true with rack cards, it's true with a lot of different formats like this, but sometimes you think in terms of the billboard side and then the other side is where really all the text is. And... In this case, uh you're doing uh uh um, three sorts standards, so you're doing bulk mail. Um, arguably in bulk mail having the return address and disha is irrelevant because all they're gonna do is throw it away if it's non deliverable. Um Toby, you and I have this conversation from time to time. But on the reverse side, Eric, it was a complete waste of the space. is really what I would what I would think in terms of more so is what you've got on some of these is, is like on the kids one, not a bad billboard. And if anything you could maybe pump it up with a more powerful headline and less stuff on it and have it have it be even better as the billboard side. You definitely need a more powerful headline. But then on the reverse side is really where you have all the space for the copy right? And so if I get this postcard in the mail, what I want it to be is, in essence, first thing I see, and of course you can't control this, but in essence, first thing I see is the billboard side, which titillates me enough to flip it over and read the copy, right? So now what you want to have on the reverse side of a postcard is you want to have powerful headlines, ad copy, testimonials, and explicit offers. Right, And usually on these mailers, they can get the indicia down to in essentially where the uh, 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 postal co- customer uh, 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 thing is. But if you have to stay with this format, is you have room for across the top a powerful headline, either lots of testimonials or probably better is powerful ad copy, maybe, maybe not preface you uh, know, Look forward as a testimonial. Then across the bottom here, you can have bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point of the offer and a very explicit call to action. And so, so really you should think in terms of if you had a direct mail letter, is the billboard side is kind of like the envelope and the reverse side is like the letter? And with a postcard, you think, and again, you can't control which side they're going to see first which necessitates having the powerful headline on both sides, but you want to think in terms of this is where you get a chance to have all the ad copies. Does that make sense, Toby? What yeah. would you add to, to that? Uh, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. That sounds good. Okay, Toby, what would you add to that?
1: Well, no, I, I think that's right. I mean, I mean, again. Um you're paying for this real estate, no matter if it's blank or has something on it, so might as well have something on it, you know. And I, mean, I mean, I mean, in the simplest terms, you're paying the same amount, you know, so we should take, you know, advantage of everything we can. And, um, again, you can't control which side they're going to see first, so I would copy the headline on both sides. You know, right. I might I might have the same offer on both sides too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then like you said, you have got room for some body copy. But the um,
2: yeah, no no no, 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 don't don't skip over that. Both sides powerful headline is important. Mm-hmm. Both sides powerful offer is important. And typically, I would do po- both sides web address, phone number. Although I tend to think of one side as being more of the billboard. So one side is powerful headline, mostly graphic, artwork, photo uh, with uh, website, phone number, and, and, you know, truncated offer. Then the other side is headline, advertising, copy, so text, uh, written information about what you're doing that they hopefully will be interested enough to read, and then maybe an expansion on what the offer is.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a you know we did a really uh, kind of thorough direct mail strategy uh, session at the Quantum Leap uh, a couple of years ago, and I'll go dig up that video. Um, I'll go dig up dig up that video to so send everybody a link. But one of the pieces of it I think that was useful when when you're putting these things together with a designer or with whoever's doing it, just always think about like fundamentals, right? So principles. So. You said it earlier, Michelle, but, but here here would be the review, I think, of the fundamental principles. Number one is there's three parts to every ad. Headline, copy, offer, right? The headline, like you said, is the ad for the ad. The copy is the sales story. Why should I believe you? Why should I come in? What's in it for me? And then the offer. So just always be thinking about those three things. And then once you put those three, if you think about this like building a house out of bricks, those three are the foundations. and once you have those three in place, it, it starts to fill in the ad pretty well. You know what I mean? Now, now you've really got some sense of what direction to go. In a lot of cases, what, what I believe I'm seeing here is you know, we're just trying to try, we're just trying to get something on the card to get it out, right? Um, but just always think of that. think about that headline, body copy, offer. Now when somebody consumes a piece of print material, uh, advertising, magazine article, newspaper article, whatever, the order of operation, you know kind of like in mathematics, right? the typical order that people consume print material in is number 1 is the headline will catch them second is a picture with a caption right because mm-hmm. people are busy and they're trying to decide whether they're going to spend time reading your ad or not reading this article or not and in order to determine whether they're going to spend their time reading it they hit the headline see if it makes sense see if they you know see if it's compelling their eye will immediately then, and sometimes first, sometimes they hit the picture first. It's it's kind of a 50-50. But typically, it's headline first, picture second, and they'll read the caption of the picture to see if they want to get into the article, right? It's always the pleasure and pain principle. We're deciding how much pain we want to go through reading this thing, right?
2: Well, it's it's the same way they've been trained to read newspapers, and it's the same way they've been trained to, to read magazines. And so if you're reading a newspaper... You know, I get the Wall Street Journal every day, so, you know, what I do is I go through and look at, consciously or subconsciously, I go read all the headlines. And then if there's a picture that piques my interest, I look at the picture, and if it's not in immediately obvious what it is, I read the caption of the picture that's attached to an article, and then read the article. So it's the same way that, that's, you know, people have been trained to read any kind of ad. is a... You know, the picture draws them in or the headline draws them in. And then, you know, in in a format like this, you may, again, and frankly, it's no different than a 32-page sales letter, is you may get some of them who read the headline, you know, skim it, and see the offer and respond. Um, And it's the article, you know, it's the argument against, like, long-body copy is that, you know, nobody ever reads it. And the reality is, is a lot of people read just as much as they need to read to like be ready to buy, right? So in a you know a, a postcard format or an rack card format, you don't have the luxury of lots and lots and lots of space. But what you what you do have to have is a photo that attracts attention, and you've got to have um, uh, the photo tied to whatever the thing is. And if it's a photo that's not obviously related. For sure you need to have a caption on the photo. In a postcard setting, I might not do the caption on the photo as much as I would if it was, a, you know, like a three-page ad or something like that. Um, um, but, I mean, again, like the cute little kids in, you know, karate uniforms are pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you know, the, the cute girl with the pink hand wraps is pretty self-explanatory, although I'd love to have... Uh, you know, the ad copy be really testimonial from her or, you know, we, you know, we have them conclude that it's her. Um, the, um, um, the, the, the last thing to kind of uh, cap off on these, and we we could, of course, spend more time, but is these next two are rack cards. And just for everybody's clarification, um, I'm correct in saying, Eric, that all of this is designed to a cold audience, right? So, the direct mail was going to a cold list. In fact, these may have been... Were these Every Door Direct deals where they're going to, like, everybody in the neighborhood? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Uh, so they're going to a cold audience. They're not going to a lead list. Uh, and the cold audience, in fact, it's something like Every Door Direct, is the hardest to get to respond. right? And... Um, but the rack cards essentially is the same thing. It's like Every Door Direct, cause really the only criteria you have for the rack card is what merchants are willing to put them on the desk and you're only going to go a certain number of miles away from your school so you have a geographic sort. and occasionally you luck out and have like, you know, a merchant that obviously draws in like for cardio kickboxing, the nail salon, the hair salon. Um, You know, like visible changes would be the ideal, you know, partner for the cardio kickboxing. And by the way, Eric, you, you might talk about that for, them or some of the similar as I did. Back when we did cardio kickboxing years ago, I had a co-promotion deal with my friends with Paul Mitchell, and we did some co-promotion with um, a bunch of tanning hair salons, and it worked real well, um, you know, because it's obviously the, the perfect complementary market. Uh, but the rack card just has the same, the same thing. And in fact, a lot of times they only see the top half of the card uh, on the counter, and it's extremely important to have a powerful headline. And it's also fairly important on these rack cards to not have too much clutter on the front uh, because really you're just trying to get them to go pull it out of the thing and take a look at it. So, you know, I'd say even more so than postcards is, you know, all the copy goes on the back. um, And uh, um, if this had a more, like the kickboxing one I'm looking at here, if it had a more powerful headline. Then this isn't too bad for the front of a rack card. Um, so if the headline wasn't elite MMA, if the if the headline was, you know, in fact, the bullet points almost could be the headline. Yes. Uh But with something, you know, something more like that, um, and you move the elite MMA, you know, all of that stuff, New Year's special, move all that to the back. You know that wouldn't be too bad as the um, as the front of the rack card. Uh, the mm-hmm. other one again, I just don't like that picture. Um, nor does it have a headline. Um, I, I got cut off, frankly, I was going to add. I got cut off for a second there, so maybe you said this all sure. right. But with the rack cards, it's also really important. Because sometimes the rack cards get split up in front or behind other rack cards, so the top inch and a half or so is even you know, is the most important real estate on the rack card. Because it may not be by itself; it may be behind something else. Exactly. Exactly. Like a ladder. Yeah, like we like Yeah, sometimes, though, as you said, you can only see the top inch and a half of the thing, so it's got to immediately speak to them and and be a powerful headline. Um, and as we're talking about a bunch of stuff that you can't see, it's hard to uh, hard to uh, directly contribute to, but um, you know, I mean, you. I have an awful lot of experience with advertising over the years, and, you know, a lot of bandit cards, bandit signs, rack cards, all that other stuff right now. Um, anything you might uh, might add to the discussion without being able to see this?
1: Well, other than,
2: uh, like, the rack cards and, and things like that, you just, on a rack card, you we switch uh, the style up, you know, so they're not seeing the same card all the time, so... That's about all I can probably add when you, uh, since I don't see the actual writing and everything that's on it. Yeah, we yeah we did we didn't even go there. So let's let's talk about that. Um, you know the um, something like rack cards and bandit signs are are those things that they're cheap and they're relatively easy. None of them are going to like you know um, 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 have huge results. So none of them are going to be you know, you're, you're not going to say this is, the, you know, the home run, the end all home runs. On the other hand, if you have out 100 banded signs at any one time and three or 400 rack cards, they're typically good for a nice, steady flow of very inexpensive interest, right? And I, I don't think we're going to see anybody make it their primary marketing activity, but it's it's a nice supplement to all the other things you're doing, right? And in this case, like... Eric, your primary thing for the adult men in m a is is uh online and um uh but things like the um uh, the rack cards and so forth are a nice supplement uh but on the rack card Master Smith and the bandit signs I think are exactly the same thing it is one of the things that we've seen that make it work better is to every six to eight weeks change it up because uh, again, if you have three hundred locations around the area those same people are going in, um, you know, a dry cleaner, they might be going in once a week or once or twice a month, uh, and if it's the same thing every time they go in, they stop seeing it, and, you know, that principle carries in a lot of different places, but just think in terms of, you know, something that looks the same every time they see it, they stop seeing it, um. You know, it's the reason why to change the decoration of the school and move things around and change the announcements and do it in a different color and all that stuff if you want to see it. Uh, but in the terms of rack cards, what we've concluded, I think, is maybe, uh, every six weeks for it to look a little different. Uh, and with banded signs, I'd say that it's the same thing is true. If you have a lot of those out, every six weeks make it, make it look a little different. So, um, if you, um, so with rack cards, if you had, uh, what does that translate to, maybe six different versions a year uh, that you did or three different versions that you rotated. And so when you go refill it, you change them out for something different. And it could be as, as different as, you know, the primary color is green, and you so you change the primary color and you change the headline. And otherwise it looks uh, fairly similar. Or Or you have something completely different. And it could just be, you know, more or less looks a little different as seasonal. But if you if you go go through and make sure you change it uh, every six to eight weeks, that's going to uh, keep them working rather than have them work okay at the beginning and then they and then they stop. Well, we're we're uh, over our time limit. But does anybody else have any other questions they'd like to uh, uh, chip in before we go? Thanks. Thanks for all the feedback. I appreciate it. No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, I, I would anchor in a couple of things that we've said a couple of times, but I, I'll say it again, is in every advertising format, if I'm going to land them on a web page, I want to land them on a web page that looks exactly like what they're looking for. And and that doesn't mean, like with My High Karate, we have myhighkarate.com. you have elite-mma.com. Oh, and Eric, I'm seeing the the full view of the picture with the other opponent bending over and looking at your website here. Um, You know, and the full picture is still mediocre, but by the time it got clipped down, it really lost the the edge, right? But to to every extent that's possible in every marketing channel, I really want to point them at and show them exactly what they're looking for. And to avoid showing them anything that's that's counterproductive to what I'm what I'm trying to show them. So, you know, when I go to uh, to your site, Eric, if I'm the woman looking for cardio kickboxing to get in better shape, and what I see is I see the before and after of a police officer, and then I see the guy in the ring doing muay thai, and then I see the cute little kid with the uh, um, um, the hand gesture up here. Uh, and then I see in, 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 in that instance, none of the scroll, you know, applies to her, right? So now I see a bunch of guys doing kind of a kumbaya deal in a room, and then I see you teaching a class uh, with a bunch of men doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And so she lands at this site, and her immediate reaction consciously or subconsciously is, oh, I must have, you know, I must have typed in the wrong thing because there's nothing here for me. Does that make sense? And all of a sudden, you you went from intriguing them to pointing them at something where it suddenly it doesn't look like it's for them. And we've all got to be aware of that. Uh, we've got to be aware of showing them pictures, showing them uh, uh, things that either are repellent uh, or showing them things that um, um, are uh, 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 just doesn't look like it's for them. And so always be aware of that with your website. And again, it's very difficult. very difficult to get a direct mail piece to be effective at three different audiences at once. You're either targeting, you know, kids for, you know, traditional martial arts or kids for traditional Brazilian jiu-jitsu or something, or you're targeting women for fitness, or you're targeting men for MMA. And it was a premiere. It's one of the ones that, you know, all of their ads were trying to be all things to all people. Well, anytime you're trying to have it be all things to all people, remember it's nothing to anybody. So you really want to be careful about that. And, and online, you, you want to move towards being much more aggressive at that. In other words, over and over and over, continually subsetting, subsetting, subsetting as much as humanly possible. But anyway so we're uh, we're out of time uh matt smith any any uh world wisdom for for everybody before we go um no, I think that was uh good information, and obviously the things that she said work so
0: yeah uh, we should
2: definitely do it And the colors uh, like you said that's what we do is we have three different ones we rotate them on a bi monthly basis or Depends on how they're disappearing. But uh, same thing with the banded signs. Yeah, you absolutely. You do change a lot of them, but the color might be a completely different uh, look. Yeah, yeah, good. Uh, Matt, do you think you add to the conversation before we call it a day? I would just say that uh, a lot of the principles that you talk about should go, should be used for the flyers in your schools and anything you hand out and even internal stuff. I mean, you know, it's a lot of the same principles. A lot of times people put stuff on their their flyers that don't need to be there. And, and you know, we should have the same kind of standard. There are different types of audiences, but the principles still apply, I think.
1: You bet, you bet.
2: Matt Nora, anything to add today?
1: No, I think we're good. Just uh, everybody kind of pay attention to your inbox on uh, uh, the information coming up for Houston. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, May 16th and 17th for Inner Circle, 17th and 18th for Performers.
2: Exactly. And and I I like to summarize with one other thing we said earlier is, see, so many times if you've got something that you're good at already is you're going to both have more fun, be more effective, uh, have more money, have less headaches by really just focusing in on that and getting better and better and better at at reaching the community, marketing and communicating to your target audience. Rather than trying to be all things to all people. And um Eric, you you, you have um one of the, if not the most successful, certainly one of the most successful adult members in jiu jitsu programmers in the world. Um, and I see uh, you know, a fair number of like Taekwondo guys who now try to add a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu program, but they're bringing in diff- different people already, they're teaching in a different way already, and and now what they do uh, many times is they hurt their primary thing by adding a secondary thing, and they think they need to add the BJJ program just because it's trendy. And, and I think that's almost always, I, I probably would say always, a mistake. Now, it's not a mistake to add curriculum to your repertoire so that you can continue to do new things with your level three and your level four and your level, you know, your your first and second degree black belt students. But it is a mistake to think that, and, and what, what, what people do, the, the marketing fallacy they make is they put a dot on a map and they draw a circle and they try to say how can we have something that each human being in this immediate area would want. And I see it be so much as, oh, there's a retirement home over here, let's add a Tai Chi program to them, and then let's do, you know, Junior Eats, Shim Key, where they sit on a chair and breathe properly. And, and they really try to be all things, all people. But you will rarely, rarely see any successful business, I don't care who it is, uh, with that strategy. So, and if you look at you know, I, I mean, take an example. If you look at cars, you know, BMW is the ultimate driving machine. And now if they try to do a car that's like the cheapest car, that handles crappy, that is um, uh, low-powered, is, you know, they're suddenly going to water down that uh, that image and and go from being one of the most successful car companies ever in the world to, um, uh, to really killing themselves. You know, and on the other hand, you've seen, um, uh, relatively successful car companies uh, like, well, very successful Toyota. Well, Toyota is very clear what Toyota is. Toyota is high, you know, affordable, well-built um, cars that are run forever, right? And then, you know, they didn't brand the Lexus brand Toyota. They branded Lexus separately. And now it's luxury. That is extremely well built, and and so forth. And again, you can pick any example you want, but you know, um, uh, famously, Apple Computer has become the most valuable company in the world by doing a very limited number of things. And if somebody's out looking for the cheapest computer, there's there's anybody else is uh, is the one to look at. But you you want to look at those examples. And again, you very rarely see, you're not going to see and take visible changes, you're not going to see a hair salon that is very successful by, you know, providing $200 cut and colors plus being the equivalent of fantastic fans or great clips. And you're not going to see great clips uh, being successful by also, you know, having a salon in the back and manicures, pedicures, facials, all that stuff, because it's just a different it's a different audience, and so you got to decide who you're going to target, and then be very effective at that. But anyway, that's uh, we've gone along o- today. But anybody who has any questions or follow-ups from the conversation, uh, feel free to email my myself or Master Milroy or Master Moody or Master Smith. Um, anybody who has any questions about Houston, we'll be loading you up with information about that. But I, I hope we get as close to a hundred percent participation as possible. And again. Um, uh, it's going to be that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, May 16th, 17th, 18th all the inner circle are welcome to attend on Sunday as well Converse does not go for uh, beat Performers although beat Performers we do want you to be there um, on uh, Friday night uh, to be involved with those um, those extra activities So if you apply in uh, earlier in the day uh, you're certainly welcome to if you're going to be there a little bit longer and some of you guys are from Texas is certainly getting a chance to see the you know, Chuck Norris's program results uh, on Thursday might be might be interesting, uh, but certainly taking a look at Gallery Furniture and uh, Visible Changes Hair Spa is going to going to add some things to think about. And I'm going to give you um, you know some uh, some behind the scenes insights on those operations that you may not have uh, crossed your mind to think about. But anyway, thank you to uh, to everybody. Thank you, Master Smith, for joining us today, as well as Master Moody and Master. Um, no, Roy, and thank you, Eric Williams, for being uh, very tolerant of being beat up today. Okay, thanks, guys. See you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.